go. So, um, okay. So before we start, I- I'm actually going to send that later. I actually just had a chance to speak in the base management yeshiva about uh, like some thoughts what's going on right now in Ukraine. So okay. we just need, we need to like, I just think it's important. We're going to start to learn. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we should be paying attention to what's going on there. You know, and, and you know, one of them is because when, when human beings are being targeted and, and murdered, um, we care. You know, Chav uh, Adam Shinifer Betzelen says in the Mishnah, right? The Shalom loves every human being because he created them in his image. So we should love them too. Um, and, uh, you know, just to be pay, to be, should be paying attention. It matters to us, um, Jew or not Jew. That's number one. And number two, there's a lot of Jews in Ukraine. Um, there's a large Jewish community in Ukraine. And I, 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 I've been to, anyone here ever been to Ukraine? I was in Ukraine once. Mm-hmm. When my, my year, when, uh, when we, like, you know, before we came back from Pesach, we did, it was called Heritage then, right? We go to go to, to Poland. We went to Poland and to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So we went to Uman, and we went, I think we were in Kiev. Um, and we were in uh, Kharkov. There's, a, there's, a, there's like a big shul. There's beautiful shuls there. Um, a big, a big Jewish community, and they, you know, there's these videos now of they took women and children, tried to cross into Poland, and the men aren't allowed to go. Men between the ages of 18 and 60 have to stay to fight. Um, it's like you know, it's like the, it's like the 1800s, you know, but it's not. Um, it's it's crazy. So you know, we should certainly be learning in their in their zuchos today. Uh, we should continue to pay attention to that, and you know, it's a it's a horrible thing. We can't. I just I feel like we can't just keep going on learning without. You know, being mockier, what's going on over there? Um, okay, so let's 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 learn something. This I have to be fair. It's Parshas Pekudei, but Vayakah Pekudei are usually together. So I'm I am bringing you Sukkim that happen to be from Parshas Vayakel, but it's really relevant to the whole the whole story as we're closing out our conversation about the uh, about the Mishkan. So as we as we close out the conversation about the Mishkan, Am Yisrael now right? We did Chet Egel already, right? And now we're ready to build. Are you ready to build? Time to build a Mishkan. Still a different time. Was the Mishkan before supposed to happen before or after Chet Egel? But the bottom line is, after Chet Egel, they build a Mishkan. And, and it's time to collect. All right, so what happens? We go and we start, Hashem, the, Moshe Mina starts collecting the items they're going to need from all of Kalei. So let's take a look at source number one. It says the, the, the Torah as follows. He gathered them together. He tells them what they're going to do. And now what happens? They brought all the stuff, right? Any person who won, who was interested in donating, they went ahead and they donated. And what did they donate? The men came on the women. They, like, they were like, like, you know, running each other over. They were so interested and so excited to bring, uh, bring items. They brought all kinds of stuff. Gold and silver, rings, all kinds of stuff. They had all types of, of cloths and yarns and all kinds, whatever you had, if you had it, you brought it. The point being that any, and it's so interesting, each time, any person who had, any person who had this brought it, any person who had that brought it, whatever they had, they brought with them. Fine. It's beautiful. It's so nice. They didn't have to tax them. didn't have to force them. It was something they wanted to do. And then, the, the, the Torah tells them where it's bolded. Vanesim. Vanesim heviyu es avnei ha-shoam ves avnei ha-miluim la-ifovelachoshen. The Nesim brought the special stones that would be used on the Choshen 
and on the ephod, on the shoulders of the coin gadol, and on the breastplate. <coughs> and they also brought spices uh, and oils, lamaor, like to use in the in the in the, in the mishkan in the uh, in the menorah, ula shemana mishcha, and to, to anoint the coin gadol, v'lek taras hasamim for the ketaras. Fine, and then the Torah goes on and tells us how they built it. So it's there. There's something interesting here, and I want you to tell me what you think, but well, I'll tell you what I think a little bit also as we move along here. The Nisim are, are, we're told that all of Am Yisrael brings, right? And then who else, bring, who else brings? The Nisim. Okay. What about this? Seems, anything about this seems like funny in terms of the way it's told to us? Or it's like, it's yeah, fine. They're bringing last. Okay. If they're, they're so Nisim, why is it funny they're bringing last? Well, they're going to be... I would think they'd be bringing first. Because? Like the leaders of the people. Okay. They should bring, but, what, they should but why should, like, I, I'm, not, I'm being annoying, but why, why should they bring first? Why should the Nassim, the Nassim are the heads of the tribes, presumably, right? The role model, so the role model, when you're a role model, you do something first so that everyone follows. Okay, them. so if you're the leader, so from a role modeling perspective, you would expect the Nassim come first, okay? What else? Yeah, all of Amishol did this, right? Like, you know, like, and Aaron did, and, uh, you know, you're not, like, naming people. We didn't say all of, the, all of the tribe of Levi did. We're not, like, splitting people up. And all of a sudden, the Nisim are singled out here. Right? Everyone brought, and the Nisim. There are other ways we, that we separate types of Jews, right, all the time. And we don't do that here, except to separate out the Nisim. Okay? But they brought something very specific. Okay. Everybody else. But everything, okay. and they specifically brought, I guess, the avanim that were going to be used for the ephod and the choshen. Okay, like there's some, and it kind of makes sense then, because reason. So something, so it sounds like it's something unique. Maybe we're getting some answers. Right. Right? Maybe it's something unique about what they brought that they get singled out. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. I mean, if they're in the seam and they're bringing these stones, then. They're bringing a stone that represents their shevet that goes into. Oh, the okay. So if the Nisim, if there's twelve Nisim and they're bringing right. like these stones, they maybe each one's bringing one that represents them. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Um, but it's but it's kind of funny. What? But if that's true, where again, where might I have put them? At the beginning first, before. Do we have uh, other scenarios where the Nisim go first? Is there another story where the Nisim go first? Negatively, I mean, the Shvatim, uh, the, um, I'm thinking, the spies, like the Meraglim, like that, they were, like the Bnei Israel was like, what should we do? And they're like, oh, we'll go. You and know, they go, okay, so there's times when they're singled out as, as representatives, right. right? They go on their own. You could have had all of Amish brings your stuff to the Nasi and the Nasi brings it. We didn't do that, okay? Also, when, they, we, when we inaugurate the Mishkan, right? You have the Nasim are the first ones to bring the Karbanos. And this is at the end. This is once it's time to use the Mishkan, so every Nasi goes represents their, their tribe. You have, you know, all these days of, it's what we read actually on, the, on Hanukkah. We read, the, that's the creation of the Torah for Hanukkah, because no, Hanukkah's not in the Torah. But the Hanukkah Sabi is Beyach, then, right. as we read. Right? It's also something that might be different about what they brought, because it looks like what they brought are the things that go into practical use, like the details at the end, the Shemin and the mm-hmm. Torah, like that, you stock that when you're ready to burn it. Ready to go. Um, yeah. So maybe it's like, so, comes at the end as like the finishing touch. Right. Okay, good. So we're not the only ones who notice it. Um, there's one other thing that Chazal noticed about the Nisim. Look at the word Nisim. No yud. No yud. It's missing a yud. That's not how you spell the word Nisim. 
Right? You spell the word Nesiyim, Nun, Sin, Yud, Aleph, Yud, Nun, Mem, right? And it doesn't have, a, a here it doesn't have either, either Yud. Right? The Yuds are missing. Mm-hmm. The Yuds are missing. Right? According, over here. I mean, that's how it is in the Torah. It's missing, it's missing the Yuds. And that's another question. What, what, why, why all of a sudden now are the, are the Yuds missing for the word Nesiyim? Fine. So, let's take a look for a minute at a few different approaches here. Let's take a look at the Bechoshua. The Bechoshua says, Shroshim Ritu writes like this. V'anesim heviyu es avnei ha-shoah, kol echad even achas, lachtom kol shifto. Right? Why, why do the Nesim bring these stones? Because each stone is going to have on it the name of their shevet. Right? So each Nasi brings, exactly like you said, Bini said that, right? That, that, that each shevet is going to bring the one that's, that reflects their shevet. V'shnei avnei shoham, because you had 12 stones on the ephod, one for each shevet, and then on the, the two avnei shoham on, the, on their shoulders of the coin had six and six. Okay, so between the 12 of them, they figured out how to bring those two, and the other six, other 12 are brought, each one of them brings the one for their shevet. Okay, that's like very nice and cool, and you know, I, 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 know I wouldn't like write home about it, but it's a nice, it's a nice answer. It doesn't answer the question. I mean, it just... Right, the question is why they go last and why they singled out. So that doesn't, doesn't explain any of those. Yeah. Good, good. And he spells it with the Yud instead of the Ibn Ezra. So does that right, in the, uh, no, um, <coughs> that's just how it, I mean, the truth is that's just how, like, Safaria has it. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Like, in your Deber Maskele, they put it that way, it's a good question. Um, that they didn't have that? Yeah. Maybe. The Amef Zabar doesn't have it. Right, that's interesting. I don't know why that is. That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it might be, no, it's, it's a fair point. It may, it may be not. You know, uh, specific. Look at the Ibn Ezra. Okay. Says the Ibn Ezra. Why? What's Vahanasim? Kibitsesam in Mitzrayim. Vinitzlum kol ish sha'al kefi ma'alaso. How did they get all this stuff? Where did all of it come from? Where did we... Where did we... They left Mitzrayim. Right? That's where they... didn't have Tchelos Agaman Tolashanim Vishesh Vizim. They didn't have any of this stuff. They still didn't have these stones. They didn't have anything, right? So they, so how, how did they get it? It's things that they, that they borrowed, uh, that they took from the Mitzrim. That's really what happens, right? They take all the stuff they got from the Mitzrim and they bring it, whatever was left over from the Yikolazov, and that they didn't use there, and they bring it for the Mishkan. Okay, so how did the Nisim get these fancy stones? Because well, they are... Oh, because they were priests or... So the, the implication is that they even then... In Mitzrayim, they had a certain elite status. And depending on who you were, you asked for different things, right? So the, so the regular Jew isn't going to ask for Avnei Shoam, Avnei Miluim, right? They're going to ask for uh, whatever, regular gold and silver. But, the, but people of that stature, so they were already going to, first of all, the implication is they had that stature beforehand, right? And they're going to ask based on who they are. Okay. I'm not following. Ask whom? The Egyptians. But they didn't ask them, they took it. They still asked them. They went door to door. That's what the measure says, right? They, during Choshech, they went to find out where everything was, and then they'd say, can you please give me your gold and something? They'd say, oh, I don't have any. they say, what do you mean? You had it in the, it's in the top left corner of your closet in the, in the master bedroom, right? But the point being that they, they did. They, they went and they asked, right? The language is hishilum. They, 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 they made a she'ilah, which also means to borrow. But they went to ask, right? It's a different, it's a different year. We talked about that a, a few years ago, right? But the, the point is they went and they asked. And they asked, and the point is, a person only feels, it's an interesting psychological phenomenon, a person only feels comfortable asking for the things that they feel are 
or, or appropriate, appropriate for their status. Right. right? I'm only going to ask for a certain, if I feel like it, it fits me. Even when you're leaving under those circumstances? Fascinating. Kind of a bizarre surprising, right? It's surprising. Also, you feel like they're all the same. Right. So yeah. even in the implication of Ibn Ezra, that even as you're leaving Mitzrayim, even they're all slaves, not all slaves are created equal. Right? That there is still like a different status levels within the group. Which was true well, we also. Because we said some of them, you know, were responsible. This was we, like three weeks we talk, ago this year. We talked about. So we talked about the Sanhedrin. Yeah. And the, who, was they, the, who were the members of the Sanhedrin? They never, there's no mention of Nassim. It's all of Mitzrayim. This, this is like. Okay, so the Sanhedrin we mentioned. Good. We mentioned <laughs> the Sanhedrin. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to focus on something in Israel. But you're right. But the Sanhedrin, you said, were the, were the Shotrim. Yes. The people who were the, like, the, right, the, the Jewish police. Right, right. Who got took the beatings, yeah. they were the ones who were, actually, Das and Vavira, and we said were part of that group, and that's why they had, like, Hashem, they, 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 Hashem spared them, them spared them a little bit. Fine. But, so it sounds like there's another group, presumably, known as the Nassim. Each tribe had someone who was sort of like the head. Fine. What did the Nassim do? What, what is their job? Yeah, like what? Great question. This is the first we ever heard of that. <laughs> we find Nassim, we find Nassim in the, in in, uh, when they dedicate the Mishkan, that they bring the Korban on behalf of the Tzibor, we find, it's not clear that the Miraglim and the Nisim are necessarily the same people, but, but heads of, but, the, but one person per tribe who like, represents that tribe. So they're, they're the representative head of their tribe. I don't know what their like, specific responsibility was, but they had certain jobs like that they had to do. When they say the Nisim brought all the different things, that's different. Those are different people. Say again? And Nassau, you know, when they say they brought yes. all that, that's to the Also, yeah. Kobe, at some points they switch. The, 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 the names can change depending on the, you know, the generation. But yes, the, the, they, were, they had some type of leadership status, whatever, whatever it was that they, that they did. Fine. Um, fine. But the bottom line is, that's why they um, had it. And he just points out, And he just points out, It's fascinating. They still had all this oil left. After they left Mitzrayim, the implication maybe is that they saved it. Right? They knew that maybe they were going to need it. They held on to it. Fine. Okay. That's just two kind of like reasonable, rational explanations for why the Nisim are the ones bringing these special stones. Interesting, reasonable explanations. It's interesting but, that every single thing that Hashem listed that they needed to have, they had. They had them. I mean, it's sort of like even the stones. Like it's, well, it would be kind of like bad, bad move by God. To like ask for stuff they didn't have. No, right? no, I'm, just saying, <laughs> I'm saying, do you think they're based on what they talked? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. Like, how does that work? Right? How does that work? Like, do you both make sure that every, right? That every, by the way, the question is also like in terms of the, the, the wood. They have all these woods. So, so yeah, the Midrash fills in all these things. That this wood was planted by Yaakov Avinu when he came to Mitzrayim. He planted the cedar trees and then they were still there. You know, because where did all that wood from? Right? There's a lot of problems with a lot of this. But, 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 but the Midrash needs to fill it in because the truth is, it was there. They had it. So how'd they get it is a, is a great question. So the Midrash, the Midrash has to fill in and the Midrash has to explain where these things come from. Right? How do you get them all? You're right. So the, but the Hamik Davar, the Nitziv, Right? So he's living, Ibn Ezra is living, like, you know, 1200s, Hamak Dabra is living 1850. So he, um, so he says, he says, starts to say pshat now about this um, missing, missing Yud, and we're going to see that Rashi is going to talk about the missing Yud also. We're going to see Rashi in a second. So it says the, the Hamak Dabra, source number four. Van Nisi'im, Chaser, right? I am Perish Rashi. We're going to see Rashi in a second. Venira, why, why, why are these, these Yuds missing? 
Mishim Shiva Emes Adain Lo Nismanu Liyos Nisim Mipi Hashem. He says, why, why are they, this is answering this question, why is that they don't have the Yutz? Because no one has yet to appoint them to be Nisim. Like you said, who's the Nisim? We haven't heard of them yet. We've never seen Nisim until now. We're going to see them and later on in Bamidbar, in the Chanukah Sa'mishkan, when, when they set up the Mishkan and they kept to bring the Korbas. So now we're going to say, you know, Elit uh, Safan, all their names are going to, are going to come out, right? But, but we don't even know who they are, and we're not even giving their names here, right? And therefore he says, until now, he says, they haven't actually been appointed to see him in Mipi Hashem. Until when? When they start to build the Mishkan, now, now they have this status. Apparently, people had appointed different people as leaders. You, know, you ran for student council president, you ran to be the Nasi. Right? You could run to be the Nasi in your, in your Shevet, and people had appointed them. What's, what's missing from their names? Two Yuds. Right? Shem Hashem is missing from their names because they haven't yet been appointed the Nisim. Does that mean something negative about them? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's just, it's just status. N- just noting the fact that you've been appointed doesn't necessarily mean anything that, you know, that's so, so special about you. Okay. Fine. But now, we're going to see a couple of approaches that take shots at these people. Okay? And explain why they are, they are missing the Yutz. The Archaim HaKadosh in source number five writes, Vanisim. Why is it missing vavs? The yuds. Litzad shabau b'achrona. Source number five. Litzad shabau, but they came last. Nichtevu achar matveh ha'izim b'chachmas nashim. They just told the story, right? It's a whole different shear. How did they? How did they make the? How did the women uh, weave the threads for the for the mishkan? The the the, the midrash says that they actually. The gemara says that they actually spun, they spun the the wool on the backs of the sheep. How did that work? How is that possible? Whatever. But the point is that that's the last thing we hear about. And then we're told, and that's like the last thing that was brought. And then we're told, and then it's being brought. Why, why, why are we telling us that they come last? That, why do they come last in the story? Because they came last. Okay, they were the last ones to show up to bring anything. And that's why they're missing the Yuds. And that's why they come last. Why were they wait till the end of them. Great question. If they weren't as willing and quick to give okay. their But thing. you would think if they were appointed heads of their tribes, there were right. people that people respected and revered and wanted to be their leader, so you would think they had some leadership qualities, but they weren't like... You would think that. ...the dregs of the shave head, right? You would think that. Or maybe just like, I, I'm taking like a homemarked more positive spin, is that sometimes a leader is born out of, not because they're being appointed, but they look around, okay, they brought that, they brought that, but no one brought the stones yet. Oh, I really should bring the stones, I really should bring the stones. I haven't been appointed by God, but, and I pushed myself to do it, you know, and that that's why they're at the ends, and they don't, they haven't been blessed by the people or God yet to be the Nassim, but they, the Torah is still calling them Nassim. There's still something positive about, they waited, they waited, but they're like, you know what, no one else is bringing the stones, like, I'll, I'll do it. So you could and say that, and that, that might be a good, and, and that might, that's a very fair thing to say. I don't know if the Orchaim is no saying. No one says that, though. Well, no, no, I didn't say no one said that. I didn't say no one said that. No, 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 I didn't say no one said that. I just said, that's not what Orchaim is saying. Right. Orchaim is clearly saying that they came last, right. and that's why they are listed last. Right. right? They came, their lastness might be 
positive. We're going to see, we're going to see Rashi in the Midrash that maybe the last Nis, in theory, was, was good, but it didn't turn out so good. But, but, you're, but you're right. There's no reason. Not everyone's blasting the Nisim as being these terrible people. Right? They're, they're, this is, they show up with these things because that's what they had. That's what their job was. That's what, it's representative of, of who they are. Right? They come to bring the stones. It's, but then you start to see some of the Rishonim who actually take aim at them. And Rashi quotes a Midrash. Rashi quotes a Midrash in source number six. The Midrash says like this. Vanisim heviu. Amar Rebbe Nassim. Says Rabbi Nassim as follows: Ma ro'u nisim lisnadev b'chanukas hamizbeach b'tchila u'bedmelachas hamishkan lo hisnatvu b'tchila. Right. So Rabbi Nassim points out and notices: I thought nisim are the guys who come first. When it came to using the mishkan, they are first. When it comes to doing in the mishkan, they are last. Kind of funny. Right? How does that work? Why, why did that happen? It doesn't seem to fit who they are. And he explains as follows: Elakach amru nisim. This is what the nisim said. Let's let the people give, donate what they want to donate. And what's left over? We'll fill it in. Right? Well, that sounds nice. That doesn't sound bad. That's great. Like, you raise all the money, and whatever's left, we'll fill in. That's, that's a nice right. thing. You know, it sounds like a nice thing. Right? That's like, what, what an offer. Right? What a generous thing to say. Unless you're hoping everything gets filled in. Ah. Kevan <laughs> Once they finished everything, right, the Torah said that the Malach was finished. In fact, Rashi quotes a Midrash that, that says that they had to tell people, stop it already. Stop, you, don't bring in more. We don't need it. It's going to go to waste. Stop donating, right? They didn't know what to do anymore. They're like, shoot, now, now we're stuck. So, so what did they do? They brought the And because of that, they decided to come. But by the Mizbeach, they come first. Why? Because they learned their lesson, right? That, that was a mistake. We shouldn't have waited till the end, right? But because in this case, they were lazy and they didn't go for that. That's the language. Nisatzlu means they were lazy, atzel, right? Because they were lazy. In the first case, nechzera os mishmam. They lose one or two letters from their name. Vanisiim, ksif. Okay? So according to Rashi, according to Midrash, kind of... That's crazy, though, because they end up bringing the Avnei Shoham. That's important stuff. Maybe it's because that's the only thing left. That's like the, isn't that the most important? They were not going to bring them. Like, yeah. Well, what bothers you about this Midrash? It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you. It's fine. I'm still back to the part where if they're considered a CM, then they should have been, I don't know why they... Leaders. ...weren't leaders. Why are they still allowed to be in the CM? Right, why would they strip of it? If they mess it up. Right, right. why would yeah. they like... Okay. Well, there's a possible answer to that one. I know it's countercultural. What can happen sometimes? A person can make a mistake and they can maintain their position. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to get fired. <laughs> right? You could say, sorry, and you made a mistake and you can... Sorry, I'm not... No, no, I'm not commenting. I guess I am. But, um, right? No, it could be they made a mistake and they kept their jobs. Right? It's possible, right? It's possible to happen. Um, but, okay. But, but, but I, th- I think what what's kind of strikes you, as you, what strikes me as you read it is like, the taking the, the yods out of their name is like a, it's kind of small, but it's not so small. Why is it not so small? Because we're giving a whole sheer about it. Right now, right? So, 3,500 years later, we're still talking about the missing Yuds and the Nassim's names. So, like, Kalei Yisrael hasn't forgotten about it, right? 
4,000 years later. So you want to tell me like, it's just, a, it just the Yudzad, it wasn't such a big, you know, it wasn't so nice. They learned their lesson. They're all better. Okay, that's great. But like, I don't know. It, it sounds like a, no, it's, a huge it's a mark. It's a mark on them, you know, forever that they never, they never lose. Right. right it's kind of it just ties powerful. Really, like the next time they're mentioned. They, they get him back. They get their yuds back. How still I got her yud back. Right. 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 Listed later on, like they. That's true. That's true. They are. I mean, it's right. It's a generic punishment. They are punished for coming last because they wanted to fill in everything, and they, and they, you know, I don't know, and they end up bringing up and they show them having Amy Lewis. As Alana pointed out, right? They bring nice stuff. They come last because the people were so. You know, enthusiastic. So, like, I don't know, forever shamed with the losing the. You can say it's not such a big deal. Like, that's one answer. That's no, fine. I think it's huge. You think it's huge? Yeah. Hashem changes Avram's name to Avraham, Sarai's name to Sarai, all of them. Yisrael, he, from Yaakov, he changes names. Okay. To signify his, you know, okay. support, connection, commitment, whatever, to individuals. To now remove the Yuds or not include them in the Nisim, I think it's huge. Okay. If it was permanent, yes. Yeah. But it was a, it, it, those names stayed forever, right? He didn't take it back when they did an Avera did something wrong or... Right. It, it does come back. It's not forever. It's a good lesson, it's by like the way. Comment on was, this the, was the word Nisim written before this in the Torah? Any... So it's not even like you're really taking it away. It's it's never was well, it's away. grammatically wrong. <laughs> Meaning it's the wrong way to write the word. It is the wrong way. It's the wrong way to write but the word. But it was never written before. I don't know if it was written before. It's a good point. I don't know if it was. Didn't exist. It's like okay. So, so we can stop this year now. Okay. So look, that's fine. And by the way, that might be one answer. One answer might be not just a big deal. Leave them alone. They they learn their lesson. Person can make a mistake, and they come back and they get their goods back, and it's not so bad. That is one of you could say that. Okay. Um, I'd like to take it a little further than that, though, because I think it's a, I, personally, I think it's a big deal. Because you don't want to cancel the whole sheer. <laughs> well, I, we can stop now. I have things to do, but 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 I, I think I think there's I think there's more personally. I think so, because there's actually another there's a couple other midrashim, okay, which which take take a stronger aim at uh, at the nisim, um, and. I think a, a little bit, it takes a little bit of perspective here on what's, what's really happening, right? Am Yisrael um, have just done the Chet Egel, okay? A horrible mistake, a horrible mistake. And the Yibor Shalom has, has decided, right? First he says, I'm not going to come with you anymore. Uh, you, first he says, I'm going to kill them all. Then he says, okay, I'm not going to kill them all, but you're going to go to the Eretz I'm not going to come. And they're all like, they can't believe it. What do you mean? I, I'm going to send a malach instead. And it's, it's horrifying, right? And Moshe Benu, they, they kill each other, right? They have to kill 3,000 Jews. It's a really terrible, horrible experience. They take the crowns off their heads that they were given in Harsinai. It's like a very, you know, they, they were kind of like brought, they were like, had reached up so high and they get like slammed back to the ground. And it's this horrible experience. And Moshe Benu finally brings them together. And, 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 and Rav actually points out that, the people now they have the Mishkan, and the Mishkan is now not just. Let's assume that the Mishkan was supposed to exist from before. So first writes that before the Mishkan was like, okay, like I got to like you know bring a korban, I got to meet Hashem, so I'll go to the, I'll go to the, to the Mishkan. But now the Mishkan becomes something, something very different. Right? The Mishkan is now 
What does Moshe Rabbeinu do when he comes down the mountain that last time? Right? It's, he comes down the, last, the last day he comes down to Vayakal is, is Yom Kippur. Right? He's just gotten the second Luchos. They've finally been forgiven. And what's the first thing he teaches them? You're going to build the Mishkan. Right? Build the Mishkan. If I would ask you, who are the last people you would want to have build the Mishkan? To, give all, to donate all their gold and silver and to create a physical representation that will be used in Avodos Hashem. Who would be the last people to choose for that job? The people that were part of the The people who did the Tachidego. Right? The Jewish people. Right? This is like not... Some of them were dead. But the rest of them were still, held, were still held responsible to a certain extent still, right? And they're still there. And nevertheless, he chooses them. Hashem chooses them. Look what the Medrash says. And, 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 and why does Hashem choose them? What's he trying to show them? Presumably. He truly forgives them. And he forgives them and... What does he think we can do now? Move on and... You can do this. Again I, want you, I want you to... I want you to... We just read that Pasuk like it's like regular. It's not regular. Hashem had just said to them, I'm not going to be Bisocham. You're going to leave. You're going to go to Eretz Yisrael and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to come with you. Right? And he finally comes, finally Moshe gathers him and says, no, no, no. Hashem wants to be with you and he wants you to build it for him. He wants you to build it for him. In which case, it's not so surprising that the people are so excited to donate. Because what do they want to do? This is mamish, this is, this is true v'shlema. You're put in the same position that you were before and you fix it. You take the same things and you give more if they, they have depleted their bank accounts. And they're going to do it again. And this time they're going to get it right. Okay? Look what the Midrash says. Then see him, their approach. Look at source number eight. Look at source number eight. Let's get the Kliyaka for right now. Look what the Midrash says. Va Nisim heviu es avni Hashem. By the way, if you notice here, here Nisim is spelled with one yud. So I don't know how it's machlokas. One yud, they lose one, they lost two. I don't know exactly. Let's see. So take it, so check out what the Midrash says. It's on, the, it's on the right side there. The, in the middle there is just the Pesukim. But on the right side is, is, the, is the Midrash. Why, did, why is Nesim written without a Yud? Moshe said, let's go. Everybody wants to donate. Let's go for it. What happened? He didn't say, Chavre, you're the leaders. I want you to come first. He didn't tell them that. So what happened? They felt insulted, insulted. or hurt that he didn't. They felt ask insulted. Them. Insulted. You don't want us? Oh, you call them first. You call everybody before you call us. Okay. Everyone else got up and got excited to bring. Right? They were like pushing each other. Right? They were mixed up. They were like, you know, there was like a, a mass of people trying to get there. Right? Two mornings already. It was over already. And now, and so, so basically what happened, they feel offended that they didn't do it. So what do they say? Put the two Midrashim together. Oh. You, you want them to go first? Let's see what's going to happen. 
and the others who explain the Midrash this way. Let them, you think Am Yisrael can take care of it themselves without us? Let's see what happens. You know what's going to happen? They're not going to finish it. And they're going to need us in the end to fill in the blanks. Okay? And they realized, oops, we were wrong. They actually did it all themselves. And they realized, holy cow, we didn't do it. So we're stuck. So we'll go ahead and we'll bring that, what's the leftovers, because there's nothing else left. The first points this out and others points out as well. This is a moment when Am Yisrael is being told by Hashem, I believe in you to do this. This is what I want you to do. I believe in you, you can do this. You can, and what did they see him do at that moment? They step back and they scoff. And they say, no, you can't. You can't. You won't, you won't be able to do it. And they get caught at the end having to bring the leftovers because they got caught not believing in their people. And perhaps, this is my shot, but I think perhaps they are forever stamped with losing that yud or two yuds because your bonus says, is it, that? is it such a big deal? They came last, so what? Is it such a big deal? Your bonus says, my, my, my one desire at this point in the rehabilitation of my people is that they should feel that I believe in them. They feel that I should, that I want them back. That I, right? That you can bring it, you can do it, and, and I'm going to be there if you come. And you said, you looked back and said, you think no one noticed? That they weren't there in line? Everyone's running and then they see them right hanging out in the back and they're not showing up? It should have been, they should have been first in line. And Hashem says, you don't believe in the people? Forever I'm taking my, my, my yod. I'm taking my, my yod, my, my two yods out of your name. You can get it back. Don't, don't get me wrong. The Midrash continues that they, they recognize their mistake and they later they, go, they end up first because they know that what they did was wrong. But Hashem doesn't want us ever to forget that lack of emuna in the people that the leadership showed, because that's not leadership. And so Hashem rem- remains forever. You're always going to lose that vote. Yeah, you're, and to, the, to the point where, whatever it is, 3,800 years later, we're still going to talk about it. And it's going to hurt a little bit. And it's, it's okay. You did shuva and you, and you went on, but we're not going to forget that mistake, not because they're bad people and not because we're there to, 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 to attack them, but because we should, never, we should always know that the number one thing that a leader has to do, and really a parent has to do, a teacher has to do, right? is show they have that belief. And if you, you show that you believe in them, then they'll rise to the occasion, which is exactly what they did. And, and my, uh, my Rebbe, Rebbe Shachter, Rebbe J.J. Shachter, used to always say, that's the shot in source number nine. Source number nine, and I've said this, I, I think I've said it in Shul like a lot of times, but that we wake up in the morning, what do we say? Thank you, Hashem. I recognize you're the creator of the whole world. They returned my neshama to me. What do we say? Rabba and Munasecha. Great is your faith. Faith. In us, B'nai Israel. Yeah, what should that, that, that pause accept? What should that line say? Rabba and Munasecha. Great is our faith. And we don't say that. We say Rabba and Munasecha. Great is, you woke me up today. You gave me my life back again today. You let me get up again and get back to work and to try again 
Why? Must be. Rabbi, Rabbi Emunasecha. Right. Must be great is your faith in me. Right? Great is your faith in my ability to get up and do something great today. And that's what the Rebbe Shalom wants us to know. And so he says to them, you, you tell the people, even with your actions for a moment, that you don't believe in them, I'm not interested. You can do tshuva, you won't get canceled. But, but never make that mistake again. And maybe that's why, maybe, again, that, that part I, I'm making up a little bit. But maybe that's why the, the yud remains. The remains taken away forever and every Sefer Torah in the world is missing a yud by the word Nesim. Because no, no leader should ever, no person should, should ever have, have a, you know, a havamina thought that that's the right way to lead. So that's, that's what I, that's the, but you could just say the Egyptian, which is that, you know. They brought the Avnei Shalom. By the way, there's one other thing that's very cool. I'll just add it on here. The Orachayim HaKadr says the Avnei Shalom and Avnei Miluim. He quotes from like some chazal that they didn't get them in Mitzrayim. And that they fell from the sky. The mun fell, and when the mun fell, the Avnei Shalom and Avnei Miluim fell from the sky. I'm just like, okay. Like what? So what? So he says, that's the shot. That's why it's brought last. Yeah. Isaac brought last. He says, because no one had to work for it. Mm-hmm. He said, the other things, again, they didn't have to work so much for the other things also. They got them for free. But they, they took them, they had them. It was something that belonged to them. And to part with something that belongs to you, to give it over, that's, that's difficult. St. Bonham says, that's hard for you, and you come first. The thing that's easy, the thing that, you know, it's fancy, but it's a, it's a nace. Right? It, wasn't, it wasn't something that, that came to anybody that anyone owned in any way. So that, you know, that's nice. It might be fancy. It might be the most valuable in terms of objectively available, but it doesn't have a subjective value. And in that case, he said, that's why it comes last. Because again, the bonus one wants is our, our hard work. But uh, anyways, this is our a conclusion, at least, of uh, Saver Shmos. Good job. We got through it. And now look for us. You guys have to learn Carbono starting next week. So. Okay, <laughs>